very warm welcome to the Data Professional Stories, a podcast powered by Change Leaders. Our today's guest is Jyoti Ranjan Oja. He is currently working as a finance and pricing analytics as a product manager in Intel. He has worked across multiple business segments and large scale implementations worldwide. So, welcome to our show, Jyoti. Hey, uh, thanks, Neha, uh, uh, for inviting me and uh, sharing my experience and thoughts uh, in this forum. I hope uh, uh, this is interactive and uh, people get some value out of it. Please tell us something about your family and your academic journey. Uh, I come from a small town in Bala, from Balasore. It's a kind of an island, uh, uh, inner village island, people would have known in Orissa. The, most of the time I had spent across uh, India because I'm coming from a defense uh, family background. So stayed in uh, Kanpur, Delhi, Masuri, and now finally settled in uh, Bangalore. From an education background, I did my schooling uh, in from Orissa itself and my plus two and uh, my graduation uh, in Orissa. Post that, I moved to Bangalore for my post-graduation from Manipal. And uh, right now, as I'm still working, I'm also uh, uh, continuing my learning. So I'm doing my MBA from IIM Bangalore. Okay. Could you also please share how did you land in your first job and what was the story behind that? Um, I In 2008, when the world was reeling under uh, uh, recession, uh, I was among the first seven people in the entire state of Orissa for 2008 password batch who got the first job offer. And uh, fortunately, I had three job offers in hand much before I actually passed out uh, my college. Lovely. And, uh, and the recession hit so hard that all the joinings got delayed. I waited for some time and uh, why to wait? So I just went around uh, for a tour of uh, our uh, India. And then what I finally decided that uh, rather than sitting idle, why don't I join something which may be useful for my life? So uh, in my own city itself, we have an engineering college where I joined as a lecturer in the Department of Computer Science Engineering. So I was taking care of C, C++, data structure, something which is like crazy for every engineering student. And uh, personally, I will tell you very frankly, as a student, what I have never learned so much about C, C++, data structure, I learned as a teacher okay. in my first job. So what was the mindset five years ago about how you're going to take your career ahead? Um, even uh, when I say less than uh, five years back, uh, in fact, uh, I'll go a little beyond. Uh, you know, every uh, professional has some aspiration, right? Especially when you are in IT industry. Um, you have like in a mindset, we will go on site to abroad kind of thing. And so definitely career growth is also a plan. Uh, coincidentally, I did not work that way for me. Like I joined uh, uh, kind of a banking industry and uh, I was part of the uh, IT group of the bank and uh, being in the financial uh, uh, Indian financial bank, you know, the organization cultures are very different. And then suddenly shifting, when I shifted to Bangalore into Intel, the whole culture was different. So it was a big cultural shift for me in the first place. So it also changed the mindset. Uh, it also changed my mindset. So uh, from being an individual contributor five years back uh, when I joined Intel as a system analyst, 
and being a product manager now managing one of the biggest project of intel uh, which has a direct financial implication to the organization i think uh, it helped me to grow as a professional and even as a person and even uh, as an individual also okay so were you always wanted to get into product management or you have developed interest while exploring your skills uh i think uh, within first year itself i kind of moved into first year of my professional career i moved into this area so i started with uh, as a kind of a back end sales script developer almost like one and one uh, half years and uh, i like i have a very passion to talk to people um, on and meet people on um, uh, or meet new people make friends kind of thing and that is where um, my uh, professional career started made a shift when i moved from a developer to as a kind of a business analyst in my first job in my second job right mm. and that's where where i used to interact with a lot of my business counterpart and uh, i used to travel actually to okay. uh, to meet people on the ground who are using our product to get the feedback kind of thing and that is where the passion for the product management came the reason is uh, you are trying to not build product you are trying to solve real life business problem Uh, how it is helpful for the people who are doing their job and definitely what is the business value that organization is getting by building such kind of uh, product kind of thing so that's how my professional career evolved into a kind of a product management role okay so do you also agree that you have to think from both the perspective from the customer's point of view as well as the business point of view yes absolutely see in the product management uh, one thing is very important uh what is a product is something which you can use now there are different uh, convention of a product like you can say online digital product let's say it's a shopping site or if you say it's a mobile app everything uh, you can categorize everything as a product one is the most important thing is that uh who is your customer and who is your end customer when i say customer and end customer those are little very differentiating factor uh the definition of end customer is actually who are the actual user of your product mm. and how they are using the product for day to day their transaction or whatever it may be and what is the value they are getting in turn what is the value you are getting and how you are generating your business mm. revenue for your organization so i think um, understanding your customer and understanding your internal ecosystem is very important for a product manager to build a successful uh, product in today's world because building a successful product uh, is uh, is something everyone aspire for it but uh, you know there has been lot of stories where you know your product has uh, does not give you the, the that much business value what you have initially thought of it okay. so basically there is a lot of stories behind one success Yes, absolutely. Uh, and every success has some price to pay. So that's why, as a product manager, you uh, you need to know uh, your ecosystem. And ecosystem contains your customer. And without knowing your customer, building anything would be a kind of a failure. All right. So tell us something about roles which you have played uh, as a system analytics technical manager, and what have you learned there? Um. as i said i started my career as a business analyst more of uh, interacting with uh, business uh, business team uh, with the ground people who use uh, our applications and product kind of thing um i think that uh, 
that helped me to become not only as a profession but gain the business domain so i always uh, recommend my peers or my subordinates that you should often talk to people to understand what they do so you just because today in it industry what we do is we just go ahead and talk to people and say hey what is your requirement and then we just jump into uh, developing things understand what what it means for them when you are building something how it is going to help them so i think in my all my career what i have focused on is to understand the business domain what is what the people are doing on a day to day day to day affairs which is uh, and how they are using the system or uh, like what is the process behind it and as a technical project manager i kind of manage a lot of vendor negotiation cost negotiation um contract management and definitely the people management part of it that helped me to um, move uh, across the move up the ladder on a leadership role so i think uh, yeah those are some of the foundation stone that was set for me okay could you also please share what are you working on right now uh right now i'm working on uh, on a digital transformation uh, program to which has a direct financial implication to our organization basically we are trying to automate the payment process uh, for the organization and which is the kind of a, uh, a much bigger billion dollar uh, uh, value and plus i'm working on a data product which is uh, for across the organization so primarily if i have to go through a little bit detail uh, as a manufacturing company it is very important to understand your customer you understand your product so uh, as a company you should know how your products are getting sold uh, what are the trend and what is your margins that you are get, getting any business any business works on margin so i am trying to build a kind of a data product which is uh, universal which is enterprise wide and which can be used from a sales guy to a cfo level uh, person which is like a uh, uh, role agnostic kind of thing so it's a kind of a huge project of like almost 4 or 5 years journey that we are going through okay so why are organizations keeping the cloud at the heart of their digitalizations roadmap uh, <clears throat> one thing every organization tries to do is uh, uh, manage the cost okay cost is always a problem and moving from a legacy world where we used to have data center uh, own data center even today also many of the organization especially banks in india have their own data center now what cloud gives you is the flexibility and on demand for an example what happens in the legacy world i'm sharing my personal experience uh, uh, sometimes what happens is uh, suddenly all of a sudden our inter, suddenly uh, the site went down and what we realized that uh, there was no memory space on uh, on the server now what we had to do is now we have to go to the infrastructure team get the approval get the funding yeah. and you know uh, all those things yeah. what happens is this takes a lot of time and it is a impact to not only the customer but it is a impact to the business correct of your organization yeah. what cloud gives you flexibility is that you know if it has been in the cloud it has a capability of auto expansion right okay. now definitely it's not that the cloud is <laughs> cheaper cloud also comes with a cost okay but then when you are implementing cloud 
it gives you a flexibility and today the digital transformation requires go to market because people are not ready to wait for longer period of time to get value out of a thing so people need instant success so mm-hmm. cloud is cloud not only gives you flexibility and sustainability but also you know cost effective from a legacy world perspective what are the major clouds popular in the industry today uh, there are i think so many clouds a uh, provider uh, amazon you have oracle you have google you have microsoft azure so there are multiple uh, kind of thing and uh, you know more or the less every organization is using all of this cloud service and i'm i'm pretty much sure not one organization is not sticking to only one single cloud provider so and uh, definitely and there is also an industry a trend that is uh, coming up is basically is called internal cloud what what is internal cloud is means while the infrastructure the way the cloud public clouds are like those aws azure those are called public cloud you have something called internal cloud which is very more cost effective and most important it is within the control of your organization for example so for example i can give you from intel like intel has its own uh, internal cloud called cloud foundry hmm. okay uh, people can just go look into uh, Uh, to the google and find it uh, figure it out what's intel cloud foundry but it is one of the core uh, is a bigger big unit of intel where the, where we have our huge internal cloud what makes it easier is that you know we don't have to worry about the cost subscription or anything we just have to like you know you have to deploy a solution you just create an instance and then you can start deploying your solution it is like and i can tell you our deployment cycle has reduced uh, from like 4 uh, hours to like 15 minutes so that the internal cloud gives the flexibility to the development team and the organization for go to market perspective all right so why do cloud professionals now need to be aware of multiple clouds um in my previous uh, 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 in my previous response what i said that definitely we have public cloud internal cloud uh, but you know every solution uh, once uh, one size does not fit all Right. now every business problem has its own requirement and uh, kind of thing so for an example i will tell you like uh, for a data and analytics kind of thing i have worked on uh, on azure wherein we are ingesting a large scale data and using uh, synapse uh, for our data analytics but in other case for my contract management like uh, you know uh, like customer facing we are using aws now every cloud has its own merits and demerits and every cloud uh, service provider has this uh, feature so uh, feature which is uh, important to different business use cases so as a data professional or as a data engineer or as a even as a product manager you should know which cloud service provider and which feature of the cloud service provider meets your use cases hence the people are required to know you don't need to be a pro in every cloud right more or the less every cloud works the same but you should be aware of what each cloud provider provides what is the feature that it provides and meets your business requirement so it is important to be jack of all trades and master of none tell me how important ai ml is for the product manager on the analytics space ai ml uh, which is it's been a kind of a hype in uh, industry for a long time and it is not like that that ai ml uh, uh, just started in just one or two years ai ml has been there for a long time like for the moment when we talk about ai ml everyone think about python or r 
as a programming language right i personally i know i had uh, i had used uh, python some 5 years back kind of thing now ai ml helps to automate things it is like you know make your predict your prediction of any analytic uh, data analysis more better kind of thing but then ai ml while it is critical and important but you cannot use it in every use case now for an example the data tool the data product which i am building is kind of a uh, it's a multi million dollar product but my use case of ai ml is uh, 10 to 15% so while ai ml is very critical in your data analytics but or all such kind of uh, you know uh, uh, programming language Uh, based on your use cases kind of thing because many of times uh, what has happened and from my personal experience we just have a mindset that okay we want to use ai ml because it's a hype but then what happens is it turns out to be a failure because it doesn't give the output that is required because your use case doesn't require the ai ml so while it is used useful but you need to be very sure in which use case you want to use it okay so how do we measure success as a product manager um success of any product okay depends on the value that we are deriving out of the product for an example if i say uh, a loan processing system if you go to any website and wherein you can apply for a loan for that organization the success of that product is the conversion of the lead to account right so there may be 100 people who are interested for loans and they are applying through online but eventually only 10 people are actually finally are taking the loan so what is important is your conversion ratio is uh, is one of the factor to measure the success but apart from that as a product manager how do you ensure that your product is of better quality okay definitely uh, getting the revenue revenue generation is one of the aspect but whether the product is uh, acceptable to the customer whether the product meets the business requirement whether the product uh, uh, is sustainable for long term i think for that i personally feel is that user interview or surveys are very important because that is a way you directly reach out to the end customer the customer who are using your product right apart from that from an uh, there are multiple tools which we can use it uh, to measure uh, our you know uh, success rate different success rate like uh, our click ratio or turnover ratio by different analytics tool like google uh, google analytics uh, you have google uh, adsense manager you have a mix panel uh, so we have multiple tools but uh, as a product manager i feel reaching out to the customer to get the real feedback is very critical from a, making a right product and a balanced product okay so do you think programming or a coding experience is important for a product manager a product manager are a bridge between the it team the like when i say it is the development team and the business group business group basically i'm talking about uh, it could be internal business group or any external customer for whom you are building so the product manager plays an important role to bridge this two side of uh, two side of the product right now it uh, there are different technology stack which through which you can achieve uh, achieve the final goal and sometimes business are not aware of it but what business knows that how to drive business as a product manager you know what's the business strategy you know what business want what is the real output that we have to produce now from an it side there are different ways to get things done 
So as a product manager, it is important to know the IT side of it so that you can right. correlate the business strategy with the technology strategy. You don't need to be a pro. You don't need to be a, a excellent coding expert who kind of uh, who can mm. uh, do coding and kind of thing. But you should know what are the different technology stack available. Mm. Which stack fits my requirement so that you can not only guide IT, you can also guide business because business are sometimes you know. Uh, what business is say? Hey, there is a tool application system available in the market. Why don't we procure it? Right. But such kind of decision making requires some real understanding of the technology. So right. as a product manager, you should know. And personally, I'm talking about I had left coding long back. But if you ask me today, I'm aware of Python, how Python works, how, mm-hmm. how Java works. And in fact, I know how C works also. Maybe so I think it's important. Awareness is important and having a right understanding of those technology stack is important. Okay. So being a product manager, could you please also share uh, uh, which are the most important tools which a, being a product manager should know? Uh, there are, see, as a product manager, uh, we work on mostly on the backlog management uh, kind of thing. But uh, I, w- so, you know, there are multiple tools like Jira, Confluence, uh, Rally, uh, some of the uh, tools for your backlog management. What I would uh, suggest all the product manager is to uh, use a tool. It's not a structured tool. It's a concept called VDF, Value Delivery Framework. So what the Value Delivery Framework means is uh, when you look at, at a business strategy or a roadmap, okay, what is the end business value that you are trying to get out of that uh, strategy? So what will happen is the Value Delivery Framework Helps the product manager to plan the roadmap in line with the IT uh, technology uh, upgrades and stack kind of thing. Eventually, because uh, because if you see if you ask any business, everything is priority. And trust me, you have resource constraint, you have funding constraint. You cannot deliver everything together. So then, what the value delivery framework uh, helps you is to okay, which feature, which capability is more important for the business to give you maximum business value. So what, when I say maximum business value is means it could be in terms of what is the revenue that you are trying to generate out of it, what is the uh, uh, SLA time that you are trying to reduce. So the value delivery framework is something I would recommend all product managers to follow to get the maximum value for your business and for your organization. Okay, so as per you, what roles do certifications play when looking for a job as a product manager? Uh, as a product manager, there are different certifications for product manager, like from AIPM, you have product school. Uh, I personally like product school because uh, uh, you get a lot of uh, perspective from different different product manager across the world. Uh, but uh, I personally feel certification does not tell the uh, tell you the skill set of an individual. The skill set of an individual depends on what is the actual real life implementation he, he or she has done. Because in today's world, getting a certification done is very easy, okay? Not to demoralize anyone, okay? But I personally feel that certification should be, uh, would be, should be used as a knowledge tool to gain the knowledge and implement in the real life. Not just for, you know, cracking or interview or, you know, putting up in your LinkedIn, showing a lot of certification. Right. Because uh, you can get the certification done at any given point of time by reading some books, or, uh, you know, 
uh, going through some question sample questions kind of thing but what is important is the knowledge that you are getting out of those certification to implement in your real life so i would uh, suggest certification all right so what are the important aspects interviewers look for when hiring a product manager data analytics uh, every interviewer uh, looks for the first thing is the honesty right because sometimes what we tend to do is we highlight in our resume lot of stuff which we may not have done means um, think may have been done in the program or the project but actually we would have not done it so it is important to be honest uh, in your interview what actually you have done because that gives an interview of a perspective how much you know kind of thing and uh, in in the interview what is important is you know sometimes many of the interviews looks for some standard answers like you know for if you go for an agile uh, someone asks you uh, what are the sprint uh, ceremonies you know the, what are the sprint ceremonies now actually what uh, how you are following the ceremonies sprint ceremonies is important to tell during the because many of the people have different ways of working it kind of thing so i would say be honest in your interview what actually you have done show your knowledge and skill set of what you have done rather than just putting some words a flashy word in your inter, uh, in your resume mm -hmm. okay what uh, what is your final comments on the other data platforms and tools which are popular in the market we have a lot of data platforms like uh, right now like if you ask me right now i'm working on multiple data platform like s4 hana uh, azure databricks uh, and sql and saas kind of thing so uh the choice of the data platform again is depend on your use case and business strategy and requirement kind of thing uh, uh it is important again like as we discussed a little bit earlier that you need to know not only the different cloud also you need to know different platform also because every platform um, every platform is not meant to be used for it for an example i'll give you hana sap hana is a very important uh, data platform you can do lot of things kind of thing but at the same time like if at the same time uh, if i have to build some uh, trend analysis and when you say trend it's like if you want to do a trend analysis for eight quarters of data in hana you may not do such kind of trend analysis because eight quarter of data let's say you have sales data for eight quarter and you want to do a trend analysis you may not do that so you have to go to some data lake like hadoop or a big data or you know data bricks where where those platforms are optimized so you need to be choose you need to be very clear about what is the end business objective and choose the platform accordingly but yeah as a platform there are so many like hadoop s4 hana sql server mongodb to name a few which are kind of uh, trends in the current market but it's up to as a product manager or a technology architect you need to decide what's the right thing for your business strategy okay before we end this session i would like to know your own learnings in finance and data and what advice you would like to give to young professionals i entered into this data and analytics world uh, last two years so kind of thing and uh, data and analytics uh, are a very important foundation in today's uh, market because the data tells story is to tell story about your business it tells story about your health of the organization for any professional it's very important to understand the data elements and uh, what are the source of the origin of the data and what this data means actually because if you say if you have to build uh, something called uh, a sales indicator for an example 
you you need to know what are the data components that i that i need to know uh, need to have to build this report right so for that understanding the data understanding uh, the elements of the data is very important and many of the data professional like you know data scientists and kind of thing they spend lot of uh, uh, this uh, they spend lot of time in uh, design work or development work rather than spending time on understanding the data i will tell you with just excel if you understand the data properly you don't need those such high end tool like you know uh, uh, tableau or uh, power bi so many so high end tool with mm. just excel if you understand the data properly with the with just simple microsoft excel mm. you can build excellent uh, reports for your management so i think for all the data professional whether it data scientist data engineer i would personally recommend that understand your data elements understand that the source of the data what the data tells you the story about it what are the indicators what are the metrics for it kind of thing uh, finance domain is a kind of a vast domain you don't need to be a, a chartered accountant to be into the working on a finance domain personally i am not a ca but right now i am managing the entire finance portfolio for the organization but you need to understand the basics how uh, organization runs uh, i think whether it is finance or data analytics the very core important is you need to understand the basics of how a business runs whichever uh, group business group you are or whichever domain you are working. all right it's time to wind up the session thank you so much jyoti for sharing your insights to the audience thank you listeners for spending your time here hope you like it please like share and comment and don't forget to subscribe to data professional stories a podcast powered by change leaders thank you once again jyoti thank you thanks sneha have a great day